1: Welcome to our public affairs program to Communicate. I'm your host Mike Smith and joining us in this first segment is Chillicothe Mayor Luke Feeney. M- Luke, good morning. Good morning, Mike. First of all, we want to start out as this program is being recorded. Uh, this is the morning after the Chillicothe Paints have won the Prospect League Championship. Exciting night. It's a good way to start the day today. Uh, only the second time, um, first time since 2010, but that's, uh, that's kind of a big deal. We have, um, you know, a lot of people that in town and from out of town that come in to watch the paints uh, every year so uh, you know a lot of people forget that tourism things like that bring bring dollars to our community absolutely Um, first off I'm just so excited for those kids
0: Um, you know it's something for our community that uh, you know we we kind of have become accustomed to having uh, the ability to spend a, a fun night out at the ballpark Um, and you know, you go out there just about any game during the season, it's, it's pretty packed, uh, very, uh, family oriented. Um, but then I think it's neat. Uh, I'll meet people from across the state at a conference or at different meetings and they say, oh yeah, that's where the paints are or that's where Tecumseh is. Mm -hmm. So you're right. I think tourism, um, tourism is a big part of this community. It's a big part of, uh, how people know us. And so, uh, I'm ecstatic for those kids and the team
1: and, and the city. It's an exciting day. I know he, I'm pretty sure he lives out of state now, but when he was living in Cincinnati, national radio uh, personality, Gary Burbank, always came to Chillicothe every year to see Tecumseh and go to a paints game. Yeah, smart guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Down to city business, uh, some things that we wanted to get um, uh, touch base on. Uh, It's been in the news here uh, of late from council meetings and so forth uh, about the Uh, possibility of some type of a change at the base of Limestone Boulevard. I think you said that's before council. That's correct. So um, the Atomic Credit Union
0: owns the the parcel basically not right at the corner but close to the corner of Limestone and Western Avenue um, and uh, has put an application to build a bank there. Uh, What they've requested from the city at this point is an easement uh, off of Limestone Avenue uh, because they don't have full access Onto Western Avenue. You can picture how close um, that access would be to limestone, how that intersection is already a little bit tricky. Um, so they've requested basically access off of limestone uh, and uh, are um, working with the city to actually improve that intersection a little bit. So that has gone through committee. It'll be in front of city council to vote on uh, allowing that easement access. And um, I think, even when it is approved, then uh, they can they'll move forward with their construction. So um, it's something that we've worked closely with ODOT on. Uh, ODOT has jurisdiction over half of Western Avenue out there, and we've got jurisdiction over the other half. And uh, we enjoy a good relationship with District Nine and uh, rely on their advice and uh, working together quite a bit. And so we appreciate their help on the matter. Uh,
1: I saw a post the other day. Someone was asking why the Western Avenue construction was going on at the same time as Woodbridge, since they're so close together. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it had to be done?
0: Well, a variety of of reasons. Um, We are in control, or we put out the bid for the Woodbridge project. Uh, When those bids go out, we give um, generally contractors a span of time to complete work, a start date and an end date. Um, The the tighter you crunch those dates down, the more expensive the project gets. Uh, And I think that our Woodbridge project that we put out to bid uh, had an end date of sometime around November. Um, The Western Avenue project, which is in city limits but um, was put out to bid by ODOT, uh, has different funding streams, uh, you know, put out to bid by different entity and different end dates. One of the significant issues with Western Avenue is we have a funding source, a grant, uh, that put a time constraint on when that project needed to end. And so that's why they're running concurrently. Um, We appreciate um, everybody's patience with the project. The other thing is that summer is construction season, uh, and we all know how much rain we got in the beginning Mm -hmm. part of the year. I think most of these projects would have started a little bit earlier. Um, But uh, if we could control Mother Nature, uh, it might be a
1: different scenario. But uh, they are making hay while the sun shines. A, uh, in, an issue that was uh, in the news uh, a couple of months ago. Um, since that time, the complainant has dropped charges. turned out it was against a council uh, member who uh, had a 4-H project uh, on their property. Uh, the complainant... Was citing and an, a, a very old city ordinance about livestock in the city, and I guess uh, Law Director Sherry Rutherford has asked one of the council committees to look into maybe modifying that ordinance language.
0: Yeah, I think um, you know this isn't this isn't something that's uh, only specific to this uh, little section of the law, but um, you know. We, we live in a city that's been around a little while, and uh, there are laws on the books that uh, sometimes only get kicked up once every 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Um, and when they do, sometimes it becomes apparent that they're outdated. Um, this specific ordinance, I can't remember the exact date of passage, but I think it was the 1950s. Like you said, it refers to stockyards within the city. Uh, you can imagine 70 or so years ago that Uh, the city's development might have been a little different It might have been more likely that there would be stockyards in the city and so I think it's prudent uh, upon city council uh, and the law director of course to uh, make recommendations from time to time on updating those ordinances Um, you know the cost of fees change uh, building codes change Um, you know I think the balance here is uh, we all want to be good neighbors uh, and we also recognize in this community uh, the importance of 4-H and um, you know, animals in the fair and that sort of thing. So I think council will be able to write, reach a, a balance that works for everybody.
1: Over time, and I'm talking about going back you know, a few decades, uh, the face of economic development in the city changed. It was at one time the county, the city, and then there was a chamber involvement in that. That's kind of all been consolidated, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Um, we have had, I don't want to say redundancies, but um, it's kind of a, been a shifting structure over time. Uh, the city and the county are part of what's called a Community Improvement Corporation, uh, which is a, a special entity created under Ohio law. Uh, that, that entity is basically composed of uh, a representative from the city, a from the commissioners, and then some people from the private sector. Um, that is currently our way of joining forces uh, in economic development efforts. And so we have a director of that organization. Uh, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, which is not a governmental organization. Um, the city, I believe the city and the county are both members of the Chamber of Commerce, uh, but it is not created under... Um, a special rule under Ohio law are necessary that the Cedar County be a part um, uh, is responsive specifically or mostly to its membership um, but works closely with I believe the Economic Development Director uh, we have somebody who's focusing on downtown right now and so to some extent it's, it's, you can kind of think of these folks working together to serve different roles in the community um, right now they're all housed in the same building um, and I think that that uh, should lead to uh, communication, cooperation, that sort of thing. So if somebody calls and says, "I need two acres of land uh, for a uh, you know t- to build something," if they call the chamber, the chamber can maybe refer it to the economic development person. And if the economic development person gets a call that says, "I need some information on how to get some workers' compensation uh, insurance or something like that," they can say, "Well, I'll refer you to the chamber because they have that program." So. Um, I think, you know, we, like I said, we work well with, with ODOT. Um, we're working really well with the county right now. And I think the better we work together as a community, uh, the, the faster we'll move forward and,
1: and thrive. But if some companies wanted to be just on the very outskirts of the city and said, we need water and sewer, mm-hmm. then they have to pull you guys into that conversation.
0: Possibly, um, depending on where they are. You know, um, there's a private entity called Ross County Water uh, and that has, um, jurisdiction over quite a bit of, uh, non-city area. Um, there are also, uh, different sewer entities. So it kind of depends on where they want to end up, mm-hmm. the volume that they need. Um, and we've sort of, everybody has sort of staked out their territory. We know who goes where. Um, and so we are more than happy to help, especially with capacity. Um, the, our city, um, water structure is, is producing water under its capacity right now, and um, we we think and know that uh, our capacity to provide water uh, is an appealing economic um, advantage, and so we we are ready
1: to provide that uh, when people ask. For those just tuning in, we're talking with Chillicothe Mayor Luke Feeney here on the iHeartMedia Media Communique. When you came into office, uh, of course, there are, are campaign pledges that are made, <laughs> but in your mind, maybe things that you didn't even talk about publicly, of uh, things that you wanted to see accomplished for the city, now that you're, you know, probably more than halfway into your term, do you feel like that you've obtained those goals yet? Good So this is where good we question. unveil <laughs> whatever that was that you were thinking yeah, of.
0: Yeah, good question. You know... I, I feel like I ran on a pretty simple um, campaign, which was, um, I wanted to just start with providing basic services so people could count on those. And I think my, my pledge was, um, if I provide, or if I help provide uh, leadership to provide those basic services, um, we can build trust in the community, we can build trust with businesses, um, and that will create an environment that allows people um, to trust local government, um, to invest locally, uh, because they, they there will be some security in the future. Um, and so, uh, yeah, to answer your question, yes, I think we've done that. You know, if you look at um, when I entered the auditor's office, our cash carry forward in the general fund uh, was about $450,000. Um, you know, when I was the auditor, Jack and I, uh, former mayor, Jack Everson. Jack and I worked together well uh, for those three years. Um, And so over the past six and a half years now, we are at uh, pushing close to 3 million Hmm. in that that fund. Um, The taxpayers entrusted us with money to do paving, um, which is a basic thing. It's something that we need to do. But uh, my goal is to do it really, really well, is to take advantage of the paving funds that we have and um, sort of parlay them Uh, capitalize on that money and get more projects out of them. So that's why you're seeing a Woodbridge project that instead of just paving Woodbridge, which was the original plan, we're doing culvert work, we're putting in sidewalks there for the first time, Uh, we're being creative with that money and getting the most out of it. Same thing on Western Avenue. Uh, What was originally just going to be a a widening of an intersection adding a light is going to get a sidewalk there. Um, And so I think we're being smart with our money, Uh, we're building it up in the bank, and continuing to pro- provide those those services, I think the the biggest um, program that we didn't have that was talked about, and I don't I don't think I ever made a promise that we'd have recycling, but I know that I had a lot of people telling me that they wanted recycling, and I told them uh, I'm very reluctant to make promises because I know how quickly they can things the environment can change, um, but I'm proud of that recycling program. I'm proud of the way we got uh, multiple funding sources to pick up the capital cost, you know, we got the basically got the truck. And the, those carts paid for, so that we could get it off the ground, keep it affordable. Um, you know, if you're paying attention to uh, national and international news, recycling is becoming harder and harder to do. And so, um, we entered into a three-year contract with Rumpke for recycling when when it started. Um, at the end of that three-year contract, uh, and well before it ends, we need to figure out a way to continue that program affordably. Um, so I'm. Uh, I'm pleased with progress, but I'm anxious to do more. I see the potential. I mean, I think you can look to downtown and see the number mm-hmm. of people investing. Um, that that has you know nothing to do with me, but it has pe- it has everything to do with people's confidence in the future of this community. Uh, and i'm I'm just happy to be a part of that.
1: And it doesn't take a rocket scientist what you just finished up with, the confidence in what they see in the community. Look at the stock market yesterday. It was going in the tank until the president came out and said, "We're going to hold off on these new Chinese tariffs until midway through December." Bang! It shot up <laughs> 300 and some points. It's
0: amazing, uh, you know, how much um, leaders and what they say and the impact they can have on the uh, on the economy uh, can you know. There's nothing quite like the stock market responds so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, true finger on the pulse. Um, and so I think, you know, on a microcosm or micro level, uh, a place like Chillicothe is the same way. And so to the extent we can, uh, my goal in the city, and, you know, what we, we've watched the commissioners do over time and elected officials in the county, is we can pr- provide stability and continuity so that um, when the private sector wants to invest, they know that that, that, that government will be a, a stable thing that's willing to work with them and, and provide a good, uh, firm footing.
1: Mayor, thanks for your time. Thank you. Chillicothe Mayor Luke Feeney, our guest on the communique.